Game day is almost here in the Queen City of Cincinnati. Welcome into another edition of Strictly Stripes. Ahmed Ahmad, joined by Mike Nislick and Andrew Gillis. If you can't tell, I am beyond, beyond, beyond excited for this Sunday's game between the Chiefs and the Bengals. You feel the hype all over Cincinnati. The CBS sports trucks are already in town. They're setting up. Everyone's ready to go. The whole country, unless you're in California and part of Nevada technically, will be watching this near primetime spectacle. And with that... The good news for the Bengals is Jamar Chase is questionable for the Bengals, but according to Zach Taylor, he appears to be ready to go for Sunday. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Joe Mixon is not out of the concussion protocol. Uh, That is going to be a game day decision as he is questionable as well, along with surprisingly Logan Wilson, who did not practice Friday due to uh, illness. So something to watch there too, as uh, him and Jermaine Pratt, have been destructive for the Bengals, so they'll definitely need them. But, gentlemen, just jumping right into it. We've talked about this game, the matchups, the hoopla all week. What are your predictions for this Sunday's battle? Yeah, uh, my prediction was uh, Chiefs 31, uh, Bengals 27. Um, I don't know how many times this season I've actually picked the Bengals to lose, um, this actually might be the first or at least the second. Um, you know, I, I, I just think the Chiefs have, you know, I, I just think that they're playing really good football right now. And obviously the Bengals are too. I mean, you could make the, you could make a case that, you know, these are two of the teams that or these are the two teams that are playing the best football right now in the AFC, um, you know, with the Bills kind of struggling a little bit here in these last couple of weeks. So, you know, I, I just think that um, the Chiefs are, they're just a hair better. I think that I, I would need to see more from, um, uh, you know, more from Kansas City's or excuse me, from Cincinnati's defense, you know, in, in terms of stopping Patrick Mahomes. They obviously did, you know, pretty good job in the second half of last year's AFC championship game. But, you know, I, I don't think that it's a fluke that the Bengals did this, but they were on the ropes twice against the Chiefs. Um, you know, the Chiefs were kind of one one play, one, you know, one score, whatever you want to say away from kind of breaking each, each of those games last year open. So um, I don't think they're going to lose to the Bengals a third time in a row. I get it's two seasons, but I'm going to go with the chiefs by four. Yeah, I had, I'm kind of flipping it where I had a, uh, the Bengals 30, the chiefs 28. Um, you know, the, I think if you look at the chiefs schedule, um, they've been living on the edge. Uh, a lot of one-score games. I'm trying to count them up here. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six one-possession games. Uh, lost two of those, so they're four and two um, against some like lesser competition um, as well at times. You know, uh, squeaked by Las Vegas, squeaked by um, the Chargers twice, uh, and that's a team that usually um, has struggled in late-game situations. Um, so I, I think that. Uh, momentum here kind of carries through for the Bengals. This is their first home game in 28 days. I think that atmosphere will help. Um, they're playing their best football. That was really uh, the best that they played in all three phases all season against the Titans. Um, and, I, and, I, and I think that makes a difference. I think they're also very healthy. This is the healthiest their roster has probably been uh, since week one of the season. I mean, they could, if Mixon does play, which I mean, I think is probably not likely, but even if he, he doesn't, they're only missing two starters from their opening day uh, starting lineup. 
and that's pretty good at this point in the season. So, uh, you know, I know Mahomes is as all the talent in the world, but um, you know, I don't view it as a continuation of a streak. You know, in terms, it, it is, but right. and these are different teams. And, and Zach said that, that those there's not a lot of carryover uh, to that. So, you know, fresh season, fresh faces, but I still think same result. Bengals uh, eke out a victory. I am with you, Michael. I think they eke out a victory, and I think the margin, or at least the the, the scoring total is going to be a little bit higher. I have it as Bengals 37, Chiefs 34. Now, hear me out on this. You're talking about two of the best offenses in the league, two explosive offenses. I mean, the Chiefs, we've talked about, they have the number one offense in the league, Patrick Mahomes is the leading passer in the league in most categories for quarterbacks. But guess what? Joe Burrow has another year under his belt. If you thought that 446-yard, four-touchdown performance in Cincinnati wasn't enough, well, ladies and gentlemen, I think he's going to top that. And I'll be talking more about that later on the show. But, yeah, I mean, Burrow's confident. Mahomes is confident. Both offenses are great. The Bengals are pretty much just about guaranteed to have Jamar Chase back. And look, even if somehow Joe Mixon can't check off a couple boxes uh, out of the concussion protocol and doesn't play Sunday, Samaj P. Ryan, we saw what he did against the Chiefs last year. And look, I like what you said, Michael. This is not about continuing a streak. This is not about last year. And this is not about the year before that and any other history these teams have. But we know what he was capable of then. We know what Pete Ryan is capable of now. Same goes with Burrow. Same goes with Chase and everyone in between on that offense. And even if, you know, Jamar doesn't have a 266-yard receiving game, which, I mean, let's be real, coming off of an injury, he'll have a great game. Probably won't go off like that, especially because, you know, I know you've talked about this too, Andrew. You know, the Chiefs defense, uh, and part of why they treated for Tyreek is they have a much more younger athletic defense that they didn't have last year that gave up those big explosive plays when Chase was on the chase, as I love to say, uh, in that game last year and in the AFC Championship. But you know what? Look at T. Higgins, the argument he's made for being a number one wide receiver this year in place of you know Chase being injured with that uh, hip injury. And look, we've talked about the MVP frontrunner Mahomes and the battle Burrow will have if he wants to catch up for him catch up with him for uh, the odds that have Burrow at fifth right now, according to most odds makers, but it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be, it's not going to be the wild, wild West. It's going to be the wild, wild Midwest. But I think in the end, the Bengals win victoriously by, like you said, a thin margin, but with a high scoring game, 37, 34. Now with that, as I mentioned with Burrow, I think he's going to have a, a high passing game. I think just uh, jumping into prop bets and predictions on that end, I believe that Joe Burrow, so according to uh, DraftKings, the over-under on pass completions uh, is 26.5. I believe he easily completes more than 26.5 passes because, first of all, you got to consider the fact that it's that high shows you he's going to be throwing and slinging the ball, which goes back to my prediction about having that many points. He's completing over 70% of his passes this year, so do the math. Even if he throws for like if he throws for 35 passes, he could easily get that number. Or I'd say 35 to 37, somewhere in that range. Do the math, about 70% is 26 and a half. That's all you really need. That might sound like a lot, but for him, I mean, not really when you look at how much the Bengals have depended on him throwing the ball and being as explosive as he is, even 
with the efficiency he's had without Jamar Chase in the last four games, uh, I don't think it's going to be a shocker if we see Joe Burrow go over the over. Yeah, well, so the the interesting thing, uh, I was pulling that up as you were talking. Guess how many times Joe Burrow has gone over 27 completions this season in his 11 This season? Play. Yeah. Three. I want to say at least say four three which which oh, feels three, like okay. not a lot um you know his over under is is set at you know what is his over under passing here it's at 294 and a half um, yes so that he you know he's he's gone over that four times so i mean it, this is an interesting game i don't quite know what to make of this i don't know what vegas is telling um is telling everybody the spread's only two and a half um but i mean you got mahomes is over under is 308 and a half and Burroughs over under is 294 and a half in terms of passing yards. So, like, they're they're kind of telling you that this is going to be a shootout, they think. Um, I don't think it'll be as high as Muhammad said it would, um, 71 points. But um, with that, I, I do like uh, the prop bet of T. Higgins to score. Um, you know, when you look at the, the Bengals, uh, anytime score props right now, um, obviously Joe Mixon's up there. You're going to get some running backs. But then – Samaje Piran and Joe Mixon are both in the minus, and then Jamar Chase is plus one hundred five, and T Higgins is plus one fifteen. So I like Higgins at plus one fifteen. Um, I think you know I, I've kind of harped on this all year long. I think that when when he's in the lineup and Jamar is in the lineup, you get really good value on on Higgins props, whether that be over on catches, yards, touchdowns, what have you. Um, so I, I think Higgins is going to score. I think uh, he's going to be motivated. Uh, the I mean, what did the the Chiefs secondary, they just they pissed off the entire Bengals offense. So, um, you know, I really like that. I, uh, you know, if you really if you want to stay on that uh, motivated angle, um, Hayden Hurst is plus 180 to score a touchdown. Um, so, you okay. know, 10 bucks wins you 18. So, you know, there's there's a couple of different ways you could take it. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a game where if if, if you bet, uh, you're either you're gonna be you're gonna be betting on either a if you take an over on anything you're gonna be taking a high scoring game so um so I'm gonna kind of stay away from that a little bit and I'm gonna take T Higgins to score. Yeah, I had Demar Chase just because you're getting money. I mean, it's plus one hundred five, so um, uh, that's that's a good side. You know, that's rare for Chase, who's um, you know their red zone guy. Really, uh, he he kind of leads the way in the red zone. Um, I think that might hurt T. These chances to, to score, but um, and, and you know, you know, they're not saying whether Chase is on a snap count. I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. I don't think it really matters. I think they'll they'll use him in those red red zone situations, no matter what. Um, and I, I think he's obviously uh, finds the ball in those situations, or, or Joe Burrow finds him in those situations, however you want to put it. Um, so that that that's a, I think a good uh, value bet um, for for Jamar. You know, I, I'm not sure it's so hard to judge with yards on, on a game like this where, you know, you kind of think it's high scoring, but at the same time, uh, things get set so much higher that, uh, you know, if if it's just a little bit lower scoring than you think, you might not hit some of those. And the Chiefs haven't done very well. I think what four of their last six games uh, have fallen in the under category in total scoring. I'm not sure how Mahomes has done in those in terms of betting, but um, you know, some of those games hasn't been as high scoring as, as you think they would because, um, the you know, the lines are they're set much higher for the Chief, Chiefs games um, th- than most because obviously they're leading the league with, I think it's like 30 points a game um, scoring-wise. 
Man, I, and that was a good point made on. Uh, the, you said it was how many games for the Chiefs uh, being in the under? Say that again. It was like four of the last six. That is, I actually did not know that. That's that's a cool stat that you pulled up. So I would not have thought about that. So that's interesting. But Andrew, you mentioned uh, the whole trash talk angle, and I've been on this all week. Like I think most Bengals and Chiefs fans have been all week. But what are the odds? Like how? Like do you think there is an actual possibility? And this is a maybe I'm completely wrong, or maybe this makes completely sense. But could you imagine Justin Reed being one of the captains for the coin toss and for the Bengals? It being Hayden Hurst. T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Like, could you imagine something like that on Sunday? Well, we were talking earlier today, some of the other beat writers, and we were kind of joking that, you know, maybe one of the guys should, uh, you know, like Joe Burrow's walk-in jersey should be a Tyler Higby jersey or Hayden Hurst should, you know, should wear that or, or something like that. <laughs> um, like, I, you know, I bet you, you know, Hayden Hurst, yeah. is, you know, Hayden Hurst is a guy who, you know, he, he wanted to talk about what was going on and, um, you know, he, He's clearly fired up, you know, just by judging from his interview uh, on Thursday. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if you get a, you know, big first down. He kind of points to the back of his jersey, um, points to the name there. So, I, I mean, they're, I mean, I think the motivation angle is real, and I kind of hope that there's some something uh, that comes of it. Whether, like you said, it's the captains, whether it's a walk-in, I, I don't know. But I hope, uh, I hope something else comes of it because this is pretty fun. A walk in, yeah, like when you know when they like walk in and like Burrow wore the uh, the Jamar jersey, just oh, wearing a Tyler oh, Higby like jersey. you're saying when they oh yeah, like, yeah, like the walk into the I, stadium, I not, just wear like a Tyler yeah, Higby jersey, like a like a sit in, like they like he processed oh. having to play on the Justin Reed, no, which I thought was an interesting suggestion. Yeah, no, no, not that. And I mean, no disrespect to Justin Reed. I mean, I'm sure you guys probably know this, but like he really hasn't been that good this season. Like his PFF grades are not good. Like his overall defense is just above a 60. His tackling is the worst grade he has. He has like a 45, 44 and a half. So, I mean, you know, I'm not going to say the expletive, but like Jesse Bateson, if you're going to talk, you know what, you got to back it up. And he hasn't really exactly backed it up this season. So if you don't have stats... I mean, in fairness, his point was that Hayden Hurst wasn't a very good blocker, and his blocking grade on PFF is thirty-four point eight. So, well, at the end of the day, that might be true, and I know it is, but like, it would make more it's sense if an elite. It, it is true. It is. True. It is true. I'm saying I'd rather hear an elite defender say that versus someone like Justin Reed, who is at best, and I'm being nice when I say at best, a mid-level defender. I mean, he's what in his fifth season, and he's not even elite. Obviously, I don't think he's nowhere near as good as his brother was when he was in the league. But, I mean, that's just kind of the thing is, like, I mean, if you're going to back it up, obviously you don't want to get your personnel mixed up. Like his former teammate, DJ Reader, told him. But, I mean, if it's like a Jalen Ramsey or, like, someone like that, it's like, okay, he's good. He's elite. He's one of the league's best. I mean, he still has to back it up. But, like, at least he has a case to be made. Reed does not have a case to be made. But let me ask you this then. So here's kind of the follow-up to that. And this is another hypothetical what-if for either of you guys. Let's say the Bengals not only win this game, but Hayden Hurst has, like, some good blocking grades from that game. Or he just has a good game. And the same is with T. Higgins. Like, he has a great game, which I think he will too, based on the prop that one you guys made. I mean... At that point, let's say the, the Bengals do get into the playoffs and this these two teams somehow meet again. Does that make for, like, an even more interesting rematch? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, like, but I think, 
you know, so much happens during the course of an NFL season. Um, I actually don't have a problem with with Justin Reed saying, um, you know, I'm gonna lock I'm gonna lock him down, T. Higgins, because like whether or not he said it, you know, he thought it. Because like I, to me, it's no different than you know T. Higgins saying like, yeah, I'm gonna torch every single Chiefs defensive back. Like, of course you're supposed to think that. Like, sure. Know, I remember, there was a few years ago Did when he the, say when that? It was the what's up. Did he say? Did T. Higgins say that? No, but I, I, I don't have well, a, like. It sounds like you're saying he said that. So be like. No, he, yeah. Okay. So okay, yeah. to clarify, T. did not say that. Um, you know, I, I, but I just like if he were to say that, I, I, I don't know. I, I just think that there's some people that get mad when when players like say stuff like this, and um, you know, there's how you know how dare you, blah 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 blah. That's what they think. Like every player thinks that they're going to go into their matchup and they're going to win. So. Um, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that. The, the name stuff I'm curious about because he definitely knows who T. Higgins is. Uh, he definitely knows who some of those guys are. But um, the the thing that I, I just think it adds on to a pile of matchups because, like, whether the Chiefs win or the Bengals win, um, I mean, there, there's going to be – if they do play again in the playoffs, it would be four matchups in, in two seasons. So um, I, I just think kind of like we talked about with the – you know, the Burrow Mahomes stuff, you're just kind of adding matchups on top of that. And the more you play, especially if the Chiefs win, the more you start to get these, you know, these classic rivalry type games. So, um, yeah, I mean, sure. Like if 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 this game's fun and uh, they meet in the playoffs, then, you know, we, we could have something cooking here. Yeah, and I think, let's say, actually, I know I said if the Bengals, I mean, even if the Chiefs win and this is a great game from Reed and or Higgins and Hurst, then, Oh, yeah. I mean, if these teams meet again, you know, either in the postseason or maybe next year, uh, depending on how, like, the AFC North falls out, obviously, which would be contingent on that if they meet again next year. Yeah, like we, we could definitely see an even more uh, exciting iteration of that. But I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to see how that plays out. It's something that I think a lot of people will, will keep their eyes on during the game, including us. So I'm looking forward to it just as much as everyone else is looking forward to this game. But, folks, before we wrap up, just to let you know, in case you haven't already, make sure you sign up for Cincinnati Football Insider. We cut through the cloth of social media, all the clutter, if you sign up to get all the best insights and updates from the largest group of reporters covering the Bengals. To sign up, make sure you go to cleveland.com slash Bengals. It's a 14-day free trial. And if you decide to continue after that, it's $4.99 a month, which we hope you do. You can also send a text message to 513-949-4147 if that's easier. Once again, for myself, Andrew Gillis, and Mike Nisak, I'm Muhammad Ahmad. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you back here on Sunday for our post-game pod. Until then, take care. <laughs>